Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Wow. That was a great ball game in Toronto tonight. The Raptors beat the Golden State Warriors 131-128 in overtime. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. And the Warriors lost the game tonight, but it was not only a great game. I thought the Warriors played extremely well, and they're playing without Steph Curry. They're playing without Draymond Green. They got down 18 in the first half. They they kept chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. They finally got it into overtime, and then in overtime, I think fatigue set in a little bit, but... It just doesn't take away from the the effort that the Warriors game gave, and specifically JD, uh, the performance by Kevin Durant tonight. Incredible performance from Kevin Durant. The shot he hit that sent the game into overtime is just as quality a shot and as difficult a shot as anything I think we've seen in the last five, six years of watching the Golden State Warriors, including Stephen Curry, some of the shots that, yeah. that he can make almost on what feels like a nightly basis. That, just an unbelievable shot. And I think you know a couple of things just to take away. Durant, these last four games, just absolutely phenomenal. 18 for 31 tonight, 4 of 7 from 3. I mean, he really has attempted to put this Warriors team on his back with some help from Clay Thompson and try and get them through this stretch where they're down Stephen Curry and they're down Draymond Green. And you almost saw him do it again tonight, and this would have been the most impressive of the four by far. Right. But I do think you have to like the Warriors' spirit. They didn't play all that well, for the most part, other than Durant and Clay Thompson. But they never really felt like they were out of the game at any point either. Every time they got down where you thought, oh, this could get away from them they would always immediately come back and have a run and it wound up putting them in a spot where they had a chance to win it in the overtime 888-957-9570 is the number if you want to get in and talk about this one there's so much to talk about Uh, a couple things that 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 i want to bring up about about durant one turnover one turnover tonight in 43 minutes for somebody who's handling the ball as much as he did i thought that was borderline spectacular uh, I thought Toronto played, and this is why I this is why I think the Warriors have to feel pretty good. I thought the I thought the Raptors played pretty well. I mean, they shot fifty two percent from the field. They were forty percent from three. They made their foul shots. Uh, they they didn't turn the ball over a great deal, and yet they couldn't really shake the Warriors. And uh, Kevin Durant, I think. I don't know what's going to happen when when Steph Curry and when uh, Draymond Green come back, but these last five games or so, they mean something moving forward. Um, if there was any doubt how important Kevin Durant is to this team or what Kevin Durant can do in relation to the other stars, I mean, he showed it. He showed it tonight. Yeah, I think he made a statement. I think he made a statement to the rest of the league and, and to his Warriors teammates, just the the level of player, in case you forgot. Right, exactly. That, that, that Kevin Durant is. And, and I think, you know, there is a pecking order on this Warriors team. And it, Stephen Curry is, is number one. 
But if Curry's number one, Kevin Durant is still number one A, and he can do some big time things uh, when Curry's playing, when Curry's not playing, whatever. I mean, he's not a, a two time Finals MVP by accident, right? And I think he just, you know, him playing so forcefully, so aggressively. In Curry's absence, with Draymond Green out as well, given everything that's gone on around this team the last two and a half weeks or so, I, I think it's impressive, and I think it it helps set a tone to where everybody can kind of fall in line around Curry and Durant, Draymond Green coming back at some point, and Clay Thompson's just the ultimate and fitting in. Yeah. So I, I think the last four games, there's a little bit more to it than just a guy, you know, that's a great scorer having big games. Well, and I, you know what else I was thinking, too, is it set the table for Curry to come back and have success. If you're Steph Curry and you've just seen Kevin Durant drop 40-something, 40-something, and 50-something, you're not coming back to, to kind of rescue a sinking ship. He can almost come back and, and defer a little bit to Durant to start the process and he doesn't have to feel like, well, geez, you know, we're we stunk without me, and now I got to go out right away and get thirty-five. Uh, I don't think he's going to think that way at all. Believe it or not, JD, you, you know what bothers me most about this game, or what will bother me most, is they'll have a stat now that the Warriors are zero and one when Kevin Durant scores fifty or more points. <laughs> and the bottom line is, without Kevin Durant, they lose this game by forty points. He was that great. And I was just thinking, we got two MVP candidates out there tonight in Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard, who was also really good for the Toronto Raptors. But uh, I just thought it was a, it was a great game. And I know we're not used to the Warriors losing very often. But, boy, this one, this one if you're a Warrior fan, you can live with this one. To me, it's just a matter of this is why you go get Kevin Durant. You go get Kevin Durant because he allows you to tread water when you're playing without two of your other All-Stars and without your two-time MVP in Stephen Curry. It allows you to tread water. It allows you right. to still figure out a way to go, what, five and six uh, you know, in his absence with Curry coming back on Saturday in Detroit, it allows you as the Golden State Warriors to lose five consecutive road games. They went O for the month of November oh. on the road, which is odd. Only five games: the Clippers, and then obviously Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, and then the final game was tonight up in Toronto, December first to Saturday. So the Pistons will be the first road game in December. But it allowed the Warriors to do all of that, get through it, and still be. 15-8 and eight and a half game off the top spot in the Western Conference. I think Kevin Durant should get a lot of credit for that because this Warriors team is in a great position because of all that he's been able to accomplish here in the last week. Right, and obviously we know now it's been a couple of weeks, the, the Draymond-Kevin Durant situation, how it, it lingered for a few games for sure. The Warriors ended up losing four in a row after that. And listen, I don't know exactly what went on between Durant and Draymond Green or what may be going on between the two of them or how each other thinks of each other's game. But I'm sorry, if I'm Draymond Green and I've watched Kevin Durant from the bench the last four or five games, if there's any disrespect coming from Draymond Green's side to Kevin Durant's side, 
I think Draymond Green's got to see what happened in these last five games and say, okay, I can work with this guy. This guy is tough-minded. He's not afraid to take big shots. And I just just don't know how you can watch Kevin. And I'm not saying uh, Draymond doesn't respect Kevin Durant. But if you watch Kevin Durant the last four or five games, I don't know how you can't respect what he's done and how he plays a game of basketball. No, I think you're absolutely right about that. It's interesting, though. We look at the the text line, right? Right. 95795, and I'm looking at a text from the 408. I love KD, his value unquestioned, but they lost. That's all that matters. And I'm thinking, how could you possibly watch that game and have that be your takeaway? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Because I'll tell you what my takeaway is, and I know we've got some calls to get to. Yeah. My big takeaway, other than you know, we've spent 10 minutes here talking about Kevin Durant, the Raptors can't beat the Warriors. Right. That's the other takeaway yes. for tonight. The, the, the Raptors played exceptional basketball, hit 15 threes, shot 52% at home, built a, what, 18-point lead yep. at one point, with the Warriors down... Curry and Draymond Green, and the game still goes to overtime. You know what that tells me? That tells me if these two teams play full strength in an NBA Finals, the Raptors probably aren't going to win more than one game in a best-of-seven series, and the Warriors would be celebrating a third consecutive championship in fourth in five years but you know, in five games. Right, and I think this is something where... Uh, you can learn the, that the, in a loss. This, yes, and this, this game... And it should have meant more to Toronto than the Warriors, and I think it did. Toronto, they cannot come out of this game with a loss. They come out of this game. This is one of those times where if if they come out with a loss, then they do have to be scratching their heads saying, geez, and they didn't even have Curry and Draymond. At least now they can say, look, we were up on this team 18. We got a little loose, even though – I don't really think they did, but they can rationalize this to themselves as a as a positive. It's one of those games that just have very little upside if you look at it from the Raptors' right. point of view. You, right. you got to win it. You you certainly want to play well. If you don't win it with the Warriors down a couple of their stars, then it almost it's something that just stays with you for the rest of the year. Look, the Raptors are a very good basketball team. Kawhi Leonard was tremendous tonight. Yeah, he was, but. And they may very well be the best team in the Eastern Conference. And they're the best team in the NBA right now, record-wise, at 19-4. and But I'm telling you, one thing I learned tonight is the Raptors aren't beating the Warriors in an NBA Final Series if the, if the Warriors have all their guns. All right, 888-957-9570. You're listening to Warrior Wrap-Up, and it's presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. I'm going to go ahead and call this one a regular season classic. Toronto 131, Golden State 128 in overtime. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Kevin Durant scored 51 tonight. It wasn't quite enough. It certainly wasn't his fault. But the Warriors committed six turnovers in overtime, two by Andre Iguodala, 
and that really was what uh, sabotaged what could have been an incredible, incredible victory for the Warriors tonight. The play of the game brought to you by Putnam Auto. Visit Putnam, Cadillac, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Burlingame featuring the all-new XT4 crossover SUV or visit PutnamGM.com. It's time for the play of the game. Tune in tomorrow morning to Steinmetz and Guru at 10.30 for your chance to win $100. Now, here's the play of the game. 18 seconds to go. Will Toronto foul, leading by three. Durant drives hard, pulls up to the corner, left corner, needs help, shoots over Leonard. Got it! He hit it! He hit it! It's a corner three, and we are tied! Wow! With maybe the league's best defender right on top of him. Kevin Durant says, no, not tonight. I'm going to nail this. Yeah, just a phenomenal shot. And Kawhi Leonard was there. There was somebody else there, too. I can't remember who. But it felt like there were two guys uh, hanging on Durant. Uh, that's going to that's be a shot that's going to be remembered. Uh, unfortunately, the Warriors lost the ball game. But that... That's as tough a shot in as big a situation. And you were saying this, J.D., as I can remember. I mean, I remember Curry's uh, shot against uh, the Pelicans, which was about from the same spot. That was obviously a playoff game. I remember Curry's the, the long sh- bomb against uh, Oklahoma City, uh, that regular season game. But just in terms of difficulty right. as far as he dribbled out yeah. to the corner with Leonard on him, to take that shot in desperation. I mean, yeah. that wasn't like a reload from the corner no. off a kickout. No. You know, or it wasn't his patented going to walk it up and pull up from the left wing. I mean, that was... Because he might have gotten... A, he was thinking quick, too. Right. If he could have gotten it. Because it looked like he tried to get to the rim early, and then he kind of was pushed off to the far left baseline. But, yeah, just a phenomenal play and a phenomenal game by Kevin Durant. All right, it's time to hear from the fans. Brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, best since 1952. Let's start with uh, Robin in San Francisco. How you doing, Robin? Hi, Simon. How are you doing? I hope my radio's down. Three quick things. To quote my grandmother, that KD is a bad mother, what you say. She always say, what you say. (laughs) And uh, second of all, I almost had a heart attack. You guys are probably used to it, but I'm not used to listening to a basketball game on the radio. And I swear, I think everybody in San Francisco said, who is that crazy black woman driving that car, <laughs> touching on to that, stereo, that steering wheel, cussing at the top of her lungs, and, and stopping traffic? I am not going to do that again, you guys. I'm, my heart is still beating fast. And then this last thing, I want to direct the Simon all week long because I drive 12 hours a day. That's why I call in all the shows, but you're still my favorite, and I hope I'm back on your your, your good graces. But I want, I've want i been listening to you all week, you and, and, and Guru, and discuss um, about um, Iguodala not shooting. And so I want to ask you, can't you see why? <laughs> He's a Harrison Barnes tonight. That's all I got to say. And I love you. Peace out. Thanks, Robin. There, there, Thank you, Robin. There were a couple of times during the game tonight where I looked at you and I said, "See, Iguodala's not afraid to shoot." Yeah, he, he was. He was firing tonight. Seven shots in thirty-six minutes. He had two big turnovers uh, in the overtime. He got picked by Kyle Lowry, and then he walked. Uh, the the play 
in real time looked like a walk, and then they showed the replay, and I thought... It was pretty it was close. Little, it was a little closer than I thought. Let's go to Arthur. Arthur's in Hayward. How you doing, Arthur? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, so I just have uh, two points. For one, that's probably one of the best losses I've seen here for the Warriors this season. Mm-hmm. It was exciting. Like, I mean, most of the losses this season, obviously, the Warriors just lay down and, and take that L. But this this game, they came back in it. Like, when I saw that first, that first quarter, I was like, damn, this is not going to be a good game. But that's what I they thought. easily um, got back into it. Second point. KD, that boy is a dog. Like, that's, the man, good, that's, the you gotta have dog. some big cojones to drop that one on him, you know? Yeah. No, you're right, you're right. And when you say dog, thanks for the call, Arthur. When you say dog, you mean a good dog. Like a dog that. that yeah, not a dog with fleas. Thank you. Yeah, like a dog that gets you in money time, in crunch time. Uh, and that's, that's what, uh, I mean, he was. And you know what? We should, we should. I thought Clay was pretty good tonight too, although the, he had a couple of oh shots. Gosh. That just, I mean, if he makes any one of, I, I want to say three wide open looks. Let me uh, let me think. They he, end up winning the game at at one. It was in regulation. JD the the Raptors were up one sixteen, one twelve. KD made the first free throw to make it one thirteen. He missed the second. The ball popped out to Ke- uh, Clay. He had a wide open three with one eleven. He missed. Would have tied the game. Would have tied the game. Um, looking down, then he, uh, where's the other one he had late? Uh, of course, oh, he had one with uh, just under 14 seconds that could have tied the game. And then Jarebko also missed the three there. But, you know, I mean, fatigue may have been a factor late for uh, for Clay Thompson, but, I mean, you're kind of quibbling. We should also mention Jonas Jarebko with 20 tonight. I didn't realize he had 20. Eight for 13, three for five. Uh, from three-point range, and the Warriors always are looking for a third scorer in situations like this, and uh, Jarebko was the third scorer tonight, and it's no surprise that's what, what kept him in the ball game. All right, 888-957-9570 is the number. If you want to talk about this one, uh, we still got plenty of time. Just a, just a terrific game. It's not often over the last... Five years where the Warriors lose, but you come out feeling good about it. I think there's no doubt about it. If you're a Warrior fan tonight, you got to be feeling good. You almost beat the Raptors without Steph Curry and Draymond Green, and Steph Curry is coming back Saturday. Head coach Steve Kerr with Damon Bruce every Thursday at 5 p.m. on KGMZ FM and HD1, KGMZ San Francisco, 95.7. The game. Now back to Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. All right, the Warriors got beat tonight, 131-128. I always say this, or a lot, Don Nelson always would say there's a difference between losing and getting beat. Uh, Tonight would be a night when the Warriors got beat. They didn't lose. They got beat by a team that played darn good, and the Warriors played pretty darn well themselves. And... uh, Toronto ends up winning one thirty-one to one twenty-eight. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's go take some more calls, and then we'll hear from Kevin Durant. All right. Let's go to Jennifer. Jennifer's in Oakland. Hey, Jennifer. Hi. 
Yeah, you, you were talking about how Jonas Jerebko had 20 points, right? Yep. I was I was thinking in the fourth quarter, well, okay, so it was Sean and Jerebko and um, Kavon Looney that brought them back. And yes. then Steve Kerr takes them out, and I'm like, why are you, why, why is he taking them out? Why not bring the, back Kavon and Jerebko at least and Sean? So when he brought them back, I brought them back in in the fourth. I'm like, okay, I have some confidence in this five out there. Right. So I wanted to talk about the play of Kavon Looney and Jonas Jerebko tonight, yep. who they, brought us back twice. And they played in overtime. So, they played in overtime, too. Jerebko, it was Jerebko, Looney, Iguodala, Kevin Durant, and Clay Thompson. So, yeah, uh, Steve Kerr trusted him in overtime. I thought Jerebko was very, very good. Thanks for the call, Jennifer. I think you're right on the money there. And Looney, I like Looney, except when you expect him to finish inside. That's the one thing he can't do, but he's got a nose for the ball. He came up. I'll tell you what. He made a play tonight with a minute 25 left in overtime where he had a he actually drove uh to the bucket and fed Jerebko for a, for an easy one and I didn't think it was a play he could make but he he ended up making it. Let's go to uh G Finley. G Finley in Berkeley. What's up G Finley? Oh, hello. Hey, how you doing? G oh, Okay. Uh, let me turn my radio. Um first of all, it was a good game, you know, overall, but uh, one thing that really bothers me is uh, Jordan Bell. You know, when he's at the basket, take the shot. Don't just, you know, keep kicking it out to uh, Iguodala and looking for Clay because Clay, you know, he, he has some a few stinkers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with Jordan Bell, you know, that's just like six points to me that's, that he could have had. He could have just slammed him or just a, hey, an easy two points. And stop all the fouling and throwing the ball away. You know, uh, it's just uh, it just needs to be uh, more. Um, I would like to see Looney in or uh, more so than um, uh, the Bell. Bell. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we need Looney in more. Yeah, and thanks for the call, G. Finley. You know what? Neither Bell nor Looney are finishers inside. They're both undersized. And the one thing I notice about Bell tonight is he. He didn't catch a lot of those balls inside cleanly. And if you don't catch it cleanly, that's a split second that you can't afford to give up. Yeah, and the one thing I wanted to point out just about the bigs tonight that really stood out, Kevon Looney, plus 18, Damian wow. Jones, minus 20. And Kevon Looney's always one of these. In 10 minutes. All these, yeah, Joe, or Looney's always one of the guys that you look up and he's on the floor when good things are happening for the Warriors, usually, almost any game. Right. But to have that significant of a difference and to have Damian Jones, I mean, the, the beginning of the, of the game and the beginning of the third quarter, that's really what did the Warriors in. Yep. The Raptors made runs and, and, and were able to extend leads uh, in both of those instances. But I, I just think when you start to look at the caller speaking about Jordan Bell, Warriors not really getting what they want out of him right now, other than maybe that game against Portland. Damian Jones played better against Sacramento, but for the most part hasn't been good of late. And we know DeMarcus Cousins is coming back at some point, but right, but right now the Warriors really, I mean, their best big is Kevon Looney, but you can't just play Kevon Looney. You can't even play him 30 minutes, let alone 40 or 42. Right. I mean, Looney tonight... Uh... 
you know, he's, he'll he'll get into foul trouble if he plays a lot more, a lot of minutes. And I mean, your your will. point about not being able to finish is is a good one. But he's he's a solid defender. I, doesn't make a lot of mistakes. I mean, he he always is around the offensive board. Had ten rebounds tonight, and it just the other players are able to function better when he's out there. Yeah. The collective group when he's out there. I just wonder if Damian Jones is even going to play when DeMarcus Cousins comes back. Well, that's a good question. He might not be playing at all. That's a good question because I, if you're if you're a Warrior player, you got to have more trust in Looney than you do in Bell or Damian Jones. I don't think there's any uh, any doubt about that. The other guy I wanted to bring up, I, I didn't, you know, he didn't shoot well, but I thought Livingston gave him something. You know, it's one of those things where I. I I like to watch games sometimes and never look at a box score, and then you look at it at the end. I didn't realize he was one for five, but he had seven assists, and he just he still can be an important player for the Warriors. All right, let's uh, let's hear from Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant talked to the media after the game. Let's listen in. Try to be the best version of me uh, on both ends, each possession. Um, easier said than done, but I just try to focus on that. Obviously, know your resume, but what, what's it just been like shouldering that load? I mean, just given the team situation with that stuff. Well, I just felt like uh, I just got to do what's required at this point. Um, you know, it's going to be some games that we got a great team game going where we can beat teams with the flow of our offense um, from moving, moving our bodies, moving the ball. There's going to be some games where I got to go get buckets. And uh, tonight we were down early, we were down big, and um, I just tried to be aggressive to go get a bucket. Think in the last three games specifically, your game is is clicking offensively the way it has been. Because uh, my only focus is, like I said, just being the best version of me that I can each possession on both ends. And uh, once you just focus on that, you get lost in the game and uh, makes or misses or turnovers or mistakes. Uh, it don't matter. Just move on to the next play. Try not to have as 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 try not to have a lot of mistakes, but if you do have one, just move on. When you get on a roll the way you were tonight, do you feel like anyone can stop you? Like, had enough games like this, do you just, does the defense even matter to you? Oh, uh, yeah, it does, actually. <laughs> um, you know, they got great defenders. Kawhi is tough because um, I like to dance with the ball a bit. You can't do that with him because he's just got his hand right in that, lane, in that uh, dribbling lane, and his hands are so big and it's so quick um, that he can get the ball if you play around. Um, so that you got to use more energy just to beat him. And then you got Serge helping out. You got Siakam, they could throw on me as well. Danny Green. Now they got a lot of defenders, a lot of athletic guys that can guard. So, you know, I had to get my sleep last night and drink a lot of water today. And, um, you know, the defense did matter, but I was able to make a couple shots. Drake's in the when you're leaving the floor at half. Uh, he just asked for my jersey. <laughs> You see his reaction when you nailed the uh, deep three. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He talks a lot of trash over there on that sideline. So anytime I can throw it back in his face is uh, definitely a win for me. Did he get the jersey? Say it again? Did he get the jersey? Yeah, he got it. KD, 51 tonight, 18 for 31 from the floor. Another great night at the foul line, 11 for 12. Great point about Kawhi Leonard and how – great a defender he is. I, and Durant said it perfectly. He likes to dance a little with the ball. He likes to dance a little before he crosses over. And Leonard almost picked him at the end of regulation. In fact, he did, and Durant ended up regaining control, driving to the bucket and getting fouled. In overtime, 
Leonard did poke it free, and the Warriors ended up losing possession because the ball went off Kevin Durant. So just the fact that Durant even knows that just tells you that Durant Durant ain't dumb. He knows how to play against certain players. And and Kawhi Leonard was terrific tonight. I know we mentioned that right off the, the top of the program. And, and I'll also say this for, for Kyle Lowry, as poorly as he played at times offensively, his defense was pretty good tonight, I, I think, overall. And he had the one where he picked Iguodala, yep. and it wound up looking like it was going to be a layup, but they ended up pulling the ball out. Uh, I, I think he's a he's a pretty good defender. That that there's nights where it seems like he takes too many shots, and maybe he's either close to he's a little scattered. You yeah, think yeah, yeah. He's going to turn the ball over, and some possessions I think wind up getting away from you because of the way he plays offensively. But but his defense is still I think steady enough to where he's overall closer to a net positive than maybe it seems at times. You know, you always ask, what can you take away? What can you take away? I do think in a game like this, you find out kind of who you can play when the games start getting big. And, you know, I'm not saying, like, like Quinn Cook, you know, I don't don't know if he can play in tonight's game uh, without really, really hurting you. Damian uh, Jones. Obviously, Damian Jones is another one. And, you know, I hate to put this guy in there, but Jordan Bell is another one. Um, y- you wonder, you know you can play Looney. Damian Lee, uh, I haven't seen enough of to make that, uh, you know, make that judgment. But, you know, Quinn Cook, I don't know. I don't know when, when, when the games get big. Well, I, I think the way the Warriors handled Quinn Cook heading into the playoffs last year versus the way that they handled him leading up to the playoffs last year tells you all you need to know. I mean, they get into a playoff series, and he's got to come out of the starting lineup at right. that point. Right. Let's go to Colette and Clayton. What's up, Colette? How you doing, man? Doing well, gentlemen. Doing well. You know, this is what i got to say, is sometimes in, in loss, you know, we don't, we don't like sitting there and saying, oh, yeah, it's, you know, losses are – you know, okay, and everything else. But in loss, you actually can look at a team and assess where you're at. I agree. And right now, once once we get once we get Steph, once we get Draymond back, and I'm not going to even talk about Cousins. A lot of people like to. We don't even know what this team's going to be like when Cousins comes. Right. We, you know, we'll, we'll know once he gets there and he's played a little bit what we've got in him. But right now, I know what Cousins is as an individual. But I don't know what Cousins is like as a team player on the Warriors. So I'm going to set that aside. But to go into overtime and to have multiple opportunities, I mean multiple opportunities to win that game, is something that we can all be really proud of. And to be honest with you, I'm actually more excited about the prospects of the season with this loss than I have been with some of our wins you know, as of late. Because we keep neglecting the fact that we've got McKinney coming back as well. And we know that he's a contributor both offensively and is actually really good at possession and rebounding, you know, when he's out there. Um, but we now know that, to be honest with you, and what I've seen so far, and, you know, I'm not really sure I want to start seeing Iguodala, at least during the regular season, out there in, in clutch time because – he all of a sudden froze up and didn't want to. He didn't want to pull the trigger. You know, he ended up driving to the lane. You know, and on a questionable travel call, but that's still on him. He got stripped 
by Lowry sitting up at the top of the key. Yeah. And here's my thing about that. This is, you know, Steiny, you've coached and you've played. I've coached. You never terminate the dribble up at the top of the key. No. Why would you stand there and let him crowd you and take that ball away from you when you know they're suffocating both KD and Clay? Why would you terminate that dribble and take that option away? So, But with that said, it was a great effort. It was a great thing leading into the game against Detroit with Steph coming back. We, know, we now know a lot more about this team with this loss than we did before we went into it. Yeah, well said, Colette. I, I, I completely agree with you. Thanks for the call. And you know, I, I, I agree. I mean, the way, the way this game played out, and even though they lost, I think they're sitting pretty right now. I really do. With with because, and I, I said this earlier in the show. You know, Curry's not coming back to a sinking ship. I know they're five and six. You know what? And here's the other thing that's starting to bother me: they're not five and six without Curry. I mean, yeah, they're five and six without Curry, but they're like five and six also without. Curry and Draymond. Yeah, I think it's. I think it might be five and five. Okay, just take one. Yeah, but but you know what I'm saying. But they're, it's, they're, they're it's, without. It's been the players. same time frame, basically. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, I, I just think that that. You know, here, yeah. What would here, the, what would the five what would the five and six be if Draymond had played the ten? You know, the right. ten of the eleven games. Maybe they're seven and four, right? Or even eight and three. Who knows? And but, that uh, would coincide more with how they played last December when it was Curry, but they had the other three right. for a. For a decent portion of that time, there's so many guys out in so many different spans that it's hard to keep complete track of all of it. But when the Warriors didn't have Curry but had the other three, if you recall, they still were able to win some games and they were able to do it with a real defensive imprint. Right. Uh, you know, more of a, a ball control, slower pace, defensive imprint put on the game there. Uh, I want to say basically the last three weeks of the year up until the final game of. 2017 in December before the the calendar flipped to 18. And maybe I'm making too big a deal out of this, but okay, Durant and the, Durant and Draymond had their thing. It clearly affected Durant. He he went. Let's just say he went into a funk. They lost four games in a row. Uh, Curry's not coming back to that team or that Durant. He's coming back to a team that's that just played a heck of a game. That was three, you know, that had a three-game winning streak before that, and now they've got a Durant who's, I mean, got to feel confident as all get out, and so Curry can come back and and just kind of play with, uh, you know, almost with house money. Let's let's go to Charlie. What's going on, Charlie? How you doing, man? Hey, good evening, fellas. How you doing? Yep. Um, Three three quick observations. Um, one thing I noticed, not just tonight's game, but just the last, since Steph has been out, Clay's shots, he takes some funky-looking shots, like almost Kobe-like. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to Steph getting back in the lineup just so Clay can get back into his natural. Um, it's almost like he's searching for a shot a lot of the time. Um, second observation, uh, Durant's performances over his last three, four games. I know uh, Draymond referred to him as a B word. He didn't play like any B word no. these last three, four. No, games, he didn't tonight. I mean, that was a good. Uh, if it's not a retort, uh, you know, under you know, in the back of his mind, I think it's sort of like his response to Draymond. And lastly, I can't. Uh, I find it hard to believe that the Raptors are sitting in their locker room and looking at each other and saying. We almost lost to this team. They didn't have Steph on the court. They didn't have Draymond on the court, and they and and, and Boogie might be coming down the line, being uh, will be on this court. So, 
I think I, I'm not a big fan of moral victories, but tonight was a moral victory, I think, for the Warriors. Oh, you know, I, don't, I, I think, think you're absolutely right, Charlie. I think you're absolutely right. Charlie Pretty. brings up a, a great point because we were throwing this around a little bit earlier in the show and before the show even started. Kevin Durant isn't, a, isn't what Draymond Green called no. him. He's and not. I think he made a statement these last four games. I do too. To where it, you know, put, put some put some respect on my name. You know what I mean? That and kind I know, of thing. And yeah, and I know. And Draymond is hard headed and stubborn. But and I'm not saying Draymond's got to quote unquote fall in line. But Draymond's got to come back and recognize the greatness of Kevin Durant. He just he just has to. And I'm not saying he doesn't, but he. He better now. Chilton Autobody text line, Matt, 707. Yep. Matt and J.D., what a performance by K.D. Pure greatness right before our eyes. And if I wasn't mistaken, he's on our team. Warriors fan chiming in. Do fans not understand what we have with him? Amazing. Enjoy every moment. So there's a yeah. Warriors fan that's appreciating the greatness of Kevin Durant. That was a, that was an all-timer for a regular season game tonight. Yeah, and that's Joey in Napa. Joey, thanks for the uh, thanks for the text. Appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Danny in Mountain View. Hey, Danny. Hey, boys. How you doing? Doing well. Uh, you know, I got to tell you, I hope you guys have as much fun as I have listening to you two. It's always really fun. And, <laughs> but this one, this call is a little bit different in that because it's an East Coast game, it's earlier. Right. And the reason I'm calling in is, you know, I was I started about 25 minutes ago, and you had a series of women coming in and, and calling in and giving analysis. And I got to tell you, it was impressive. I mean, they put me to shame on analysis. I was, I, still, I had to call you because it was like, man, these women are on it. They know the game. No doubt about it. And uh, thanks for the call, Danny. And uh, we are the number one show among women in the Bay Area. It's usually whatever show I'm on. Uh, but whether my partner's JD or whether my partner's Guru, we, yeah, we. We don't even do. We don't even. When we hear a woman's voice on the phone, it doesn't even register anymore. We just, we just know that anybody's going to bring the bring the noise. And I'm comfortable enough giving that one to you. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm just going to let that one roll. I, I do want to get to it. One more text, yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt. You're spot on uh, the, with the players. The Warriors can't play in crunch time. Andre Iguodala killing the Warriors at the end of the game. Steph Clay. Uh, Durant, Green, Cousins will end games. That's going to be an interesting conundrum yeah. for this team because the Warriors have been built on Iguodala and the other four. Before Iguodala or before Durant, it was Iguodala and Harrison Barnes and the other three. That was the original death lineup. Then you have the Hamptons five with Iguodala. I mean, that is the go-to emergency lineup to finish the game for Steve Kerr in playoff games, in championship moments. Cousins being back in that mix... That that is well, not that is going to be delicate. Well, it is going to be ways. delicate for Iguodala, his impact with right. the other four, and Cousins as a guy who signed here to be on the floor in those big big moments. T- tell me if you agree with this. Okay, so if I'm watching the Warriors tonight, and let's say I'm the second bet, let's say I am Toronto, or anybody watching the game, <laughs> and you're like, okay, so the Warriors just took Toronto to overtime in Toronto. And they're getting Curry and Draymond back. So right there, you're thinking, "Well, oh man, I mean, it's over. It's that that to me, it's over. I mean, that team can't be beat." I if I were another team, 
I almost am like, okay, give me Cousins. Put Cousins on that Because team. it's something different. But, uh, yeah, and it, you know what? And he is kind of a wild card. He's kind of a wild card. A volatile personality, potentially. Potentially. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen. Not that he's going to tear no. up the locker room. No, but, no, just, no. but he's a little different personality. Yeah, and also, you know, he's a guy's average 25, 26 a game, and they got to shoehorn in him into this team. You know, it's one more thing that they have to do. It's one more thing they have to do. You know what I mean? No, I, I think that's absolutely right. And look, I, I'm on record saying I believe Steve Kerr is going to go out of his way to play DeMarcus Cousins a lot with the other four, both at the beginning of the game, beginning of the half, and to finish games to just see how it'll work against maybe some teams that want to play smaller against the Warriors. I think it's going to have to be a no no doubt about it, no-brainer. Everybody can see that it doesn't work right. for Kerr to go back to a guy like Iguodala with the other four, uh, you know, just willy-nilly-like. Kurt in Oakland. What's up, Kurt? How you doing? Hey, guys. I'm doing well. Thanks for taking the call. Sure. Um, it was a good game, and, you know, we put up a good fight, which is all you can ask for right now. And one of the most underrated players on the team that deserves credit, and you guys are basketball junkies and you guys see it, is uh, Jonas Jarekbo, who can literally play with any lineup out there. That's a good and, point. I mean, he'd be, he'd be perfect if they wanted to do – Draymond, Katie, him, and then, uh, you know, Clay and Steph out there all at the same time because they can all kind of do, you know, he just meshes with everybody. And he's tough as nails, which is what you want. That screen that he did was a classic old-school screen. And when I saw that and saw him lay the lumber and he just stood there, I loved those because I used to lay those screens out to people too, which is half the fun. It sends a message. He wasn't trying to send a message, but it just it was just beautiful. It's old-fashioned, hard-nosed basketball and you gotta love it because he's not afraid to get hurt or yeah. get in there and and, and fight no nah, good point yeah. Kurt. and i'm gonna piggyback off that I, you know he played 33 minutes which is too many for him but we're talking about who who can you play in crunch time well if you can't play damian jones and you can't play jordan bell and you can't play uh <laughs> who's the other quinn cook i think you could play jerebko some abs- yeah you can yeah you can he's not gonna win you a game but He's probably not going to lose you a game either. All right, that's going to do it. Boy, that was a fun one tonight. Warrior fans ought to be ecstatic about this team going forward. And I'm dead serious. They got Steph Curry coming back Saturday against the Pistons. Draymond Green will be back shortly after that. I got the Warriors going on a little bit of a roll coming up very, very soon. That's going to do it for Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Thanks for listening, everybody.